I tell legal lies. I tell legal lies. 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 Legal lies. I tell legal lies. Welcome back to another episode of Black Law and Legal Lies. Where we specialize in legal lies. I am one of your hosts, as usual, here every week. Haven't missed a week in well over a year. Dan, a.k.a. Dan on Drugs. You can find me on Twitter and IG at I am Dan on Drugs. You can also follow the show at Black Law Podcast across the board. And I hold the second place record for attendance for Black Law and Legalize. I believe I've only missed one show. And I am one of your hosts, Afro Becky. Sorry, you missed three shows, actually. You missed one show when you had the flu in bed and me and P had to talk about uh, gentrification. Then you missed two shows while you were out of town for holiday vacations. So, uh... I still have the second best attendance record. Yep. And as you can see, Anne is not here today. Surprise, surprise, because she is flaky as fuck. What happens is we had recording scheduled today at 6.15 p.m. I get a text, not even a phone call, a text that says, I had to turn around, can't come, won't make it. And that was it. So I just figured I'd share that with you, ladies and gentlemen. So in her absence, we went to our trusty Swiss Army host, P in Charlotte. Yo, P, what up, man? Yo, what's up? This is P in Charlotte a.k.a. Swiss Army host, a.k.a. Mr. P. Nuts. <laughs> man, you better, you better watch out, man, because sometimes shit stick. <laughs> I just made that job on the spot. It should be, okay, let me, let me say, a.k.a. Swiss Army host, a.k.a. Mr. P. Is Nuts. How about that? That that doesn't work no. any better. Uh, we're just we're, <laughs> we're just gonna go with peanuts. <laughs> hey, did you guys hear the latest episode of Black Law and Legalize with peanuts? Mm-mm. Like, nah, man. <laughs> did you say penis? <laughs> All right. So, in our new usual fashion, we've been doing a segment the past couple of weeks where we're testing Afro Becky's hip hop knowledge. Today, actually, let's get P in on this. P, can you recite a couple of bars from any verse, from any song that you can think of, rap song, and Afro Becky either A, has to finish the verse or finish the next line, or B, name the artist? Sure, I think I could do that. Um, I know a lot of rap songs, and I'm having a brain fart of trying to find a verse now that I can rap. Damn. You ain't a... How about... You ain't a crook, son. You just a... Shook ton. <laughs> Are you doing a me? Yes, you. I, I was giving Paul, I was giving P time to think, and I'm just saying, you ain't a crook, son. You just a Afro Becky. I got one. How about this Afro Becky? All right. No rapper can rap quite like I can. I take a muscle bound man and put his face in the sand. Doo-doo-doo. Oh, shoot. You beat the buzzer. Yay. <laughs> Yay. That was a guess, wasn't it? It was. Okay, can you name the artist? No. <laughs> that is Mr. James Todd Smith, also known as LL Cool J. Oh. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so back to my. She got it right though. Yeah, she did. This this is a black anthem. You ain't a crook, son. You just a crude one. I don't know. Damn it, man. Okay. You told me my black card was rescinded years ago. That is. Why do you think I can earn it back now? Mob deep. You ain't a crook, son. You're just a shook one. It's a black anthem. You know Becky's never seen um um shit. The last dragon. I wouldn't say she's missing much. Thank you. But she's not. I think it's a right. I think it's still a rite of passage. It's sort of like if you haven't seen coming to America ten thousand times. Yeah. Or if you haven't seen five heartbeats. Man, that's the movie. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, on to the topic at hand. Today, what we wanted to talk about, well, a little about, is vaccinations, right? There's a movement of, I hate to call them idiots, so what I'll do is I'll call them assholes. There's a movement of assholes out here refusing to vaccinate their children, right? And we're talking about vaccinations like uh, measles, mumps, and rubella. Uh, There's no excuse for this shit, right? It's completely irresponsible. The logic or the reasoning behind these people not vaccinating their children is because they believe that these vaccinations are linked to autism. Now, I don't even think that's been scientifically proven. And there's a lot of shit that these pharmacology or pharmaceutical companies do that's really fucked up and harmful to us, but science can prove it. And then you see those commercials late at night. Have you taken Neurontin in the past six months? Has your foot fallen off? Like, I don't think that they'll just completely be, not be able to prove that there is a link between autism and vaccinations. That link has not been proven. So there was a article, and this is what all of these anti-vaxxers are using as their gold standard. Beside these crazy-ass YouTube conspiracy theory videos and anecdotes that, you know, oh, my brother's sister, uncle's kid, you know, that type of bullshit. Oh, and Jenny McCarthy, her her baby, but uh, that's another another thing. Um, Man, if you can't trust Jenny McCarthy, then who can you trust? <laughs> Man, I wonder what Ja Rule would say. <laughs> Man. So... It's like that's all that's all we got is a whole bunch of conspiracy nuts. And this article that was published in The Lancet back in 97 or 98, it was published by a British gastroenterologist who was paid by a litigation firm representing people who were anti-vaccination and it later had to be rescinded. Now I can't think of the um the doctor's name. I had it at the top of the show, but I done closed a lot of tabs. But it's Andrew Wakefield. There you have it. Andrew Wakefield. Thank you, Pete. See, Pete be on this shit. He be having all his tabs open. He don't close tabs. That's because he's nuts. <laughs> Man. Hey, guess what? My favorite soda is tabs. <laughs> Man, that's some nasty shit. <laughs> Man. So um. anyway, yeah, he did this whole thing. He came forward and said he was paid to do that. That um article there was a lot of procedural things he did wrong more than likely on purpose he was stripped of his medical license and he's basically off into obscurity now however people are still holding that article that one article as their gold standard to say 
this is why I'm not going to vaccinate my children because there's a link to autism. I don't think science has proven it. Uh, P, what, what's your thoughts? I put a lot of these anti-vaxxers in the same category as I put uh, these flat earthers. <laughs> they, they, take, they take things that they want to believe or little bits of the whole that fits their argument and then blow it up to make it seem like, oh, this is definitive. Another example, I'd even say the ancient aliens guy. That dude isn't a doctor or a historian or anything, but he has a show on History Channel talking about ancient aliens are behind all of our discoveries of everything. That dude with the weird so, hair? Yeah, that weirdo. You know, he's, he's just a strange dude. <laughs> so it's the same thing with this anti-vaccine thing. People take something that suits what they want to believe. They're typically these uh, anti-government, anti-establishment conspiracy theorists. Um, and they've taken on the, you know, this BS, frankly, uh, you know, hypothesis, which had no scientific uh, method or anything done to rule it in or out. And uh, they've just run with it. And it's a shame because people now are getting sick. Outbreaks are happening and people are dying because of it. And it's, and it's, it's scary now because I don't think it's going away anytime soon. No, I, I agree with you, Paul. I think that uh, it is not going away anytime soon uh, until I think they hopefully find a cause for autism or some of these other uh, diseases that are popping up. Uh, I think there was one recently. I can't think of the acronym they have for it, but um, children are, are experiencing symptoms similar to polio. Where the, I think it's uh, called uh, AFM. Right. So illnesses like that, uh, that seem to come out of the blue, even though there are a lot of people that vaccinate. I don't know if the, the children that have been affected by that illness were or were not vaccinated. However, I'm sure that the, the nuts that believe that vaccines cause autism are probably pushing that it's a cause for this illness as well. It's just a theory. I'm not saying that they are, but it's just a theory. Yeah, I have a theory about that myself. Um, doctors are sort of lost as to where this it's a polio like uh, virus, which is in the same family, but they don't really know how it popped up and there's no vaccine or cure for it. But I'm just going to let my theory. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a researcher. I'm a former EMT. That makes me somewhat of a former medical professional. Yes. <laughs> but Close enough. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if this virus, which has exploded recently, has come to more prominence and affecting more people because maybe it mutated from another virus. Maybe it mutated something uh, from something else like like polio. Um, I saw a foot and mouth, hand, foot and mouth um, illness uh, that children tend to suffer from a lot is in the same family as well. So how, maybe it that maybe it mutated from there. Who knows? But it is alarming that we're seeing old viruses and new viruses mm -hmm. like this starting to pop up now. Man, there was all right in the year two thousand. The uh, all right, I might be lying when I say this. I know legal lie. I know that somebody said this, but I'm going to say the CDC said this, that measles was basically eradicated. But we had a measles outbreak in December of 2014 at Disney World. Now, in, in order to get measles, you have to be not vaccinated for measles, right? Like this, we have people coming from all over in North America and even overseas to go to Disney World. So it's not like it was confined in to just, you know, Southern Florida or whatever. These people came, they got their measles, they got on planes, they went back to their hometowns, 
and anybody that they came across that was not vaccinated. I'm not sure what the life what the life of vaccinations are, but I do know that vaccinations are not 100%. I, I want to say they say it's somewhere in the air, in the 95%-ish area. So there was like this whole outbreak of some shit that we haven't seen in 15 years. I saw that there's an outbreak right now in Sarasota, Florida. Um, I saw there's a potential risk of an outbreak of 86 people exposed to measles in New Jersey. Mm. And everywhere you look, you see people becoming exposed in, to measles in their uh, outbreaks. You know, and, and it's, it's scary because you send your child to school and some of these other parents now, every state, doesn't have requirements, meaning you can get a philosophical religious requirement, uh, a waiver, I'm sorry, for uh, declining vaccines. And you also can get a, if, if you have a health issue that prevents you from getting it. But you see so many parents now using this religious or philosophical yeah. uh, waiver and they're sending their kids to school and it's pretty much uh, upsetting the entire immunity of the school and i know we're going to get into that later um you know it has a name uh called was it what is it herd immunity so mm-hmm. we'll talk about that later but you know it is it's concerning man and it just seems like uh <laughs> yeah no matter what you say, tell these people they're going to stick to what they want to believe anyway and, and their kids don't have a say in the matter which is even more sad yeah there, there's no reason to put your child at harm now p you have like 82 kids right or uh 83 oh <laughs> a new one just popped up today Um, did, did you have any hesitation as far as getting your children vaccinated at any point? No, not at all. I, I mean, I just, that's never concerned me because to me it's, it's ridiculous. I know the pharmaceutical companies have done some terrible things, but they have to go through so many processes for these vaccines. And a lot of these vaccines that people are refusing, for example, autism, they're, they're blaming the measles, mumps, and rubella vaccine. Well, damn, that was one of the, the you know, main vaccines that we all got getting back 50, 60 years, MMR, and you had Tdap. So, you know, a lot of this comes from lack of understanding, like, for example, the flu vaccine. Mm -hmm. But to say it causes autism, it's just utterly ridiculous. And I can, it's pretty, it's a good reason why people make that link. And you got to be smarter, though. Yeah, absolutely. There's no reason to put your children or anybody else's children at risk. So before we get into some some of the legal stuff, I mean, we don't have our attorney here today, but I think if we put our four heads together, one, two, three, three heads together, mm-hmm. uh, we can <laughs> we can figure this shit out. Some of it. Um, there was a case <laughs> in Canada where, well, actually, I'm gonna start in Michigan. There was a case in Michigan where there was a divorced or split up couple who shared custody of their child, right? Part of the custody agreement was that this child had to be, while in the mother's possession of physical custody, had to be vaccinated. That was in the custody order. She refused. She did not vaccinate this child. So the father went to the court and said, hey, she's violating our custody agreement. So they found her in contempt of court. And then temporary custody, temporary full custody went to the father and I'm not sure if she went to jail, but they all these anti-vaxxers came out to to show support and protest and do that. Hey, she shouldn't have to vaccinate her kid. You know what? That kid isn't just yours. That kid has another parent. There's two parents. One of them can't call all the shots. I'm I'm sorry, and I don't care if y'all don't live together and y'all would y'all whatever your custody arrangement. I don't care if both parents are active in that child's life. One of them can't call 100 percent of the shots. I mean. 
P, you 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 come from a not to put too much of your business out here, but you come from you have a blended family, right? What um how how do you feel about that? Do you think one parent should have all the say? No, especially for stuff like that. I mean, that's just stupid. Well, what logical, legitimate reason can she possibly have? It, it, it tells you this, the, the times we're in, the ignorance that's running so rampant. If you even have to put something like that in an order. To me, that's like saying, um, you know, let's put in the order that you have to feed my child if they're hungry. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's just it's just absolutely ridiculous. And you got these people, these the, these people that take up the cause of. You know, I'm an anti-vaxxer and showing support and boycotting. Jesus, man. Like, what, what, that's what all you have to do is worry about what people do with their kids to keep everyone safe. Yeah. And these are the it's, same people that won't show up and <laughs> to protest uh, pro- police brutality against mm-hmm. minorities. You know what I'm saying? But they'll show up. But hey, these injections, they're killing our they're giving our kids autism. Oh, yeah. Y'all can keep on killing just, black folks. It's it's just ridiculous. I saw uh Somebody, I, this is a while back, I can't give you a link or anything, but I, I, I was laughing because I saw a woman from another country being interviewed. It was from a, a, a struggling, not third world necessarily, but struggling with a lot of illnesses that we don't have to worry about as much. And she was dumbfounded and just amazed and perplexed as to, you mean to tell, she pretty much said, you mean to tell me in your country, you have things that can prevent these horrible viruses and you assholes are saying no? <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Man. It is. Um, the second case that I'll bring up, and I'm sorry, I'm a little stuffy today. The weather changes. Um, got my nose all jacked up. It's not because I sniffed a bunch of coke. Um, sure. I don't know. <laughs> the <laughs> second. Uh, I see the lines on the table, Dan. Okay? Hey, hey, hey! Our lawyer's yeah, not here. The second case I'm going to bring up is in Canada. There was a- another parent who refused to vaccinate no it was it was a i'm sorry it was a set of parents it was both mother and father refused to vaccinate their child right then their child got meningitis so can anybody guess what they did they prayed about it probably but they called a friend that used to be a nurse before to come look at their child so the friend that's a nurse comes and looks at the child and says hey I think that uh, your child has meningitis. You might want to get that taken care of. So they started giving the child fruit smoothies, a bunch of fruit, a bunch of echinacea, a bunch of over-the-counter herbal supplements because they're natural. And then the mother, after hearing from a former medical professional that your child may have meningitis, goes online and diagnoses her own child Mind you, this mother has no medical experience or background whatsoever. There's two types of meningitis. There's viral and there's bacterial. The child, she diagnosed her child with uh, viral meningitis and kept giving giving the child echinacea and all these other ginsengs and shit like that. Child fucking died because the child had bacterial meningitis, which cannot be treated by over-the-counter anything. So I think... Whatever, whatever city she was in in Canada, or I don't know, what are they like? They're cities, right? In Canada, yes, they are cities. Okay, so whatever city she was in 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 Canada, press charges on her ass for child child neglect, child endangerment, and a bunch of other shit. And they're sitting there dumbfounded, even though their child died. They're like, I can't believe this is happening to us. It should happen to you. Fuck you. That's that's ridiculous. You know, <laughs> to 
test someone for meningitis and to diagnose someone. I know because I've gotten diagnosed once. I had, you know, I had a, I was in the hospital and you have to do a spinal tap. Mm -hmm. You can draw blood. You have to do MRI imaging because, you know, you have things up there called meninges and you need to see them. You need to check the cerebrospinal fluid. You can't just look at that person and say, oh, yeah, 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 meningitis. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you, it's not viral. It's bacterial or vice versa. Yeah. I mean, what? it's well, like, what does she have, like some kind of mutant mutant power? Yeah, she did. You know, it was the internet the can internet. help a lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The internet can help a lot. But I'm starting to think the internet is causing a lot more problems mm -hmm. than, it, than it's uh, given solutions. It is. And uh, you, you brought up the flat earthers, right? Without without spending too much time on them, I'm going to ask a question. And I actually I actually got this question from P on the 9-11 uh, conspiracy where it's like George Bush and the United States government. And all, there was this big conspiracy to take down the towers. OK, let's say that it's true. Right. Let's say that the earth is flat. Right. It's flat. It's not a, it's not a sphere. People, it's flat. Now what? Yeah. Exactly. Now what? What are you going to do now? OK. You know, or people saying I'm not getting one of those smart chips in my driver's license. So I guess you just won't be driving then. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, what are you going to do if you find out that information? What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do? Just move to another planet? Yeah. yeah. Or get deported because we we did. We just talked about him the other day. We, we had a, a kid that we grew up with who decided that he was a free I don't know, a more or something like that to where he wasn't bound by any laws. <laughs> it's, it's funny, but it's not funny um, because he wasn't a naturalized citizen, but he he saw a whole bunch of YouTube videos and he decided that he's a more. He doesn't have to abide by our laws. I don't need a driver's license to drive. I don't need, you know, whatever they he just broke a lot of laws. And then we'll talk about how he's going to represent himself in court and tell the judge that he knows how this fucked up system works and how they're trying to control us and this and that. And then they say, get your fucking ass out this country. <laughs> they, they're common, too. They, they, they think they have the right to go in random people's houses and say, I own this house now. Yeah. They, they had an issue in, in back in the D.C. area a few years ago when that happened. And these people had to fight like for 30 days to get this random yo-yo out of their house. Huh. I, I claim eminent domain. You can't. Get the fuck out. This is my house. Like, man, so, yeah, there's a bunch of idiots, man. And I think, I'm sorry, I think the internet needs to be censored heavily because it does more harm than good. Back in the day, we used the internet for, we used it for what it was, I, I think in, its intended purpose was, which was information sharing. We didn't need Encyclopedia Britannica anymore. We didn't need physical dictionaries anymore we didn't need to mail letters anymore we can do all this shit from this this device but once mobile devices became a thing and they became affordable and service became affordable because back in the day not everybody could afford internet but now damn near I, I don't think i know anyone who doesn't have internet and then you got all these apps the instagrams the twitters facebooks it's it's just too much, man. It's, it's really too much. And I think it's really harmful to our society. And then you end up with these quacks that think the earth is flat. The uh, moon. Well, I still think the moon landing was a hoax, but 
<laughs> well, I, I didn't need the internet for that. I I watched some shows on regular <laughs> Alex TV. Jones. <laughs> I listened to Alex Jones. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, well, Dan and Becky, I don't know about you two, Dan and Becky, but I didn't get my news from Black Planet back in the day. Hell no. And, <laughs> we got so many people getting their news from social media now. Their friends share some random link from some stupid website. And they don't even bother checking, Yo, you know, to see if it's factual. Or what not. is the Washington Washington Examiner? Do you know? That's one of those other one of those, quote, other newspapers that popped up um, and came to prominence when the Washington Times ceased publication. Are they it's, legitimate? It's, yeah. In some respects, yes, but not always, you know. But ultimately, though, who is now? I know. And I'm not saying it's because Donald Trump says so. I'm just saying I think. Like you said a minute ago about the Internet, it's making people lazy. I saw a story today about some kid who did some project and posted a lot of wrong information and fake quotes on Wikipedia pages of major figures Mm -hmm. and actually gotten uh, news stories that were talking about those people using his quotes without research. One guy who (laughs) used one of his fake uh, his fake passages on Wikipedia was actually a journalist who was doing a story on false Internet stories. stories and false internet news events <laughs> and he turned around and used this guy without even fact checking damn it's okay to read wikipedia and take it for what it is but ba- back to the topic at hand right mm-hmm. so i want to go around around the room um becky <laughs> around the room <laughs> yeah uh, round table <laughs> uh, around the room and through the internet becky do you think <laughs> that it should be illegal flat out illegal no religious exemptions and no philosophical exemptions to not st- uh, I'm about to say sterilize shit, mm-hmm. not uh, yes. vaccinate Damn. your kids. Yes, I believe so. It should be illegal. You, it's a public health issue um, because you, even though it's a personal decision, it's a public one. It's a public, like I said, public health issue. Um, so it should be illegal. P? The law should be involved. P, do you think it should be I, absolutely I, illegal? Yeah, I think that here's the thing. Some vaccines are indeed optional, like HPV. You know, you're not going to die from a, a outbreak of HPV. You know, you can, it can cause cancers or whatever. But I think the main, you know, potential epidemic viruses that we've been vaccinated against, like measles, mumps, rubella, uh, polio, uh, you know, diphtheria, things like that, and whooping cough, things like that that can kill you and spread. Yes, they should be le- uh, uh, illegal if you don't get your kids that. Because here's the, here's the reason why. I don't care what you think, mom or dad. Your child does not have a say in this matter. And it's not fair that because you are some quack who doesn't believe in vaccines because of whatever article you read. Um, that's not fair to that child who has to live their entire childhood at the risk of getting these deadly diseases. And they don't have a say. And it's not right. And at, at some point, you still got to give children, you know, some kind of protection from people because let's face it, people are idiots. Yeah, exactly. I agree 100 percent that. Children, it should be a requirement for for the things that P named. Uh, like we we've come so far that we have never had to witness what polio looks like and does, especially a polio epidemic. Didn't um FDR have polio? Yes. Yeah, he had it. He got it as an adult, and he you know people may not know he didn't get handicapped when he was a child. He got polio after he was already in elected office in high government. 
and he couldn't walk again. I think he was in like his 30s or 40s. Mm-hmm. Man. You know, I, my father had it when he was a child. Thankfully, he was able, he didn't get paralyzed, but damn. That stuff was terrible, man. Children got it like crazy back in the day. Yeah, he, he had polio? Yeah, he had it when he was a small child too. He did he wasn't paralyzed, thank goodness, but he he had did it. Did it ha- have uh, any um other like lasting effects on him? No, not nothing evident. Many people don't get lasting effects, but Back then, I think, uh, especially in the 30s and 40s, a lot, a, a lot of people. Well, all you really have to paralyzed. do is uh, look for, l- look at, uh, I think it's Muslim com- countries, Muslim predominant countries. Um, yeah. They will kill you for getting vaccinated, right? And the children there, all you have to do is look, look at that and see the effects of polio. Yeah, because it's rampant. And enough, it's rampant in Africa too. Mm-hmm. Yep, Africa. Um, I, I believe. As far as and that's probably why there's a religious um, exemption here is, I believe, certain certain um, denominations of is Islam. Christian scientists, too. Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. What about the Jehovah's Witnesses? I can't speak for them. I do. I know Christian scientists because my grandfather's mother was a Christian scientist and she died very young from something treatable. I can't remember, like a respiratory infection. Damn. And she refused to go to the doctor and they don't they don't go to doctors and hospitals. And she died at like 30 something years old, I think. Man, I one thing I never do really is talk about religion on the show. I mean, we, we talked about churches one episode. But this this is the the one thing I am going to say about religion. Right. All these people with these religious ideologies that they don't need doctors. Right. Or we shouldn't go to doctors. We shouldn't take medicine. A lot of bad shit happens to them. Right. And just thinking logically, even if you're an atheist and you don't have you know, you don't have a dog in the fight. If you believe that God provides for you. Right. Wouldn't you chalk medicine doctors up to god providing for you that's kind of like that old uh story where it's like the uh dude was drowning or some shit and a dude in a boat came by and was like hey you need a you need some no i'm waiting for god to save me okay another dude in the boat comes by hey you looks like you're having trouble you're, you're drowning nope i'm waiting for god to save me third boat comes by hey man uh need a you need need a hand looks like you're drowning nope waiting for god to save me then the dude dies goes to heaven they God, I was waiting for you to save me. He's like, motherfucker, I sent three boats. <laughs> I think it's shocking that it's still denominations out there that don't look at doctors as being a gift from God, too. Uh, I'm not trying to get into religion either, but that is one thing that our church teaches. You know, doctors are, they have the gift. We have, you know, uh, free will. And he, <laughs> doctors are what we need. So they have that ability to learn and to save and heal people. So why would you think that God is going to frown upon you. I think one other point to bring up about parents that refuse to vaccinate their children is they are denying their children something that they most likely have already, which is that type of protection uh, from those deadly diseases. Yep. So I thought parents should, or most parents, want to give their child a better life than they have or had. Yeah, like a life period. Right. So that's just my little two cents there. Yeah, I think a, a real good person, he spoke on it um, in one of his episodes. I'm not sure if he got in depth because it's been so long, but uh, Dr. Barry. And if you're listening, Dr. Barry, we would love to hear some of some of your takes. And I do know that you touched on it 
at some point. I, I'm just not sure if you elaborated or not. It's, it's been a while. So with that being said, let, let's talk about herd vaccination right now. I'm no medical medical professional. I don't know jack about medicine. My the closest thing you to it. You do know jack about medicine. Well, I know about the medicines I take and <laughs> psychiatric medicines and stuff. But I, I'd say besides that, the closest thing is probably sports medicine. I'd be OK at sports medicine just from, you know, being being athletic my damn near entire life. Like steroids. Yeah. <laughs> Come get your sports medicine from Mexico. Um, herd vaccination, as I understand it is vaccinating is is immunization and vaccination the same thing yes okay yes. i'm gonna say immunizing because i like that word better herd vaccination to to the best of my understanding is immunizing multiple people a large group of people at once right or within you know a short time span in the same area and what this does is for the people that do have autoimmune uh disorders to where they cannot because yeah some people can't and then you also have allergies. Some people are allergic to what what is in these vaccinations, a very small percentage. But all the with the herd getting vaccinated, they're actually protecting the people who cannot get vaccinated. So the more people that you have vaccinated, the safer the people that cannot get vaccinated are. That's that's to the best of my understanding. Um, Anybody else want to chime in? Well, that sounds about right to me, but I'm not a former medical professional, so I don't know how much that's worth. QP nuts. (laughs) 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 But now, but seriously, that's pretty much what we have now until people start cutting into that and not getting their kids vaccinated. Because a lot of these vaccine anti-vaxxers I see online, whether they be these, you know, religious zealots or these, uh, you know, just ridiculous conspiracy theory people they tend to not understand how these things and how pathogens and illnesses work they don't understand um i'm gonna give you an example every year there are people saying i don't get the flu shot and i never got the flu y'all be dumb and get that flu shot if you want or i got the flu shot now i got the flu what's up with that well you don't have the same flu because there are so many strains of the flu they can't possibly make a vaccine that has them all um cost effective they're trying they do. They're trying to have universal flu vaccines, and I think they do have some, but they're really expensive. Right. What happens is the medical community. They. I don't know exactly who, but researchers find what are the most. They try to predict before the season hits what's going to be the most likely strain that's going to be the biggest this year, and they make the vaccine based off of it. You don't get sick from the flu vaccine. Right. And that and that's how it works. So I see people say things like, "Oh." You know, the, these whole I'm going to drop the mic peep, uh, moment. I saw some guy say, uh, well, are y'all people who getting y'all kids in vaccines? Think about this since y'all are so smart. If vaccines work, then if I don't get my kid a vaccine, then you ain't got to worry about nothing because you won't be sick. Well, the funny thing is they have a fundamental lack of understanding because when viruses enter someone's body and they get sick, these viruses mutate. And that's how different strains come about. So we may be protected. The whole of society may be protected from, you know, eradicated strains, right? Eradicated diseases that didn't have the opportunity to mutate. Well, the more kids you have that come from all over the place that are unvaccinated or, you know, their parents don't want to get them vaccines, they get sick. Then those things mutate. Mm -hmm. And then they spread it to somebody else who may have gotten a vaccine. And then everybody else who was vaccinated who and protected now suddenly has no immunity to it, right? and everyone gets sick. And now you're scrambling trying to find a vaccine to fix that new outbreak. Yep. 
That's how it and, works. And people don't understand. Yeah. People don't understand that. I don't Here's think. Here's another thing. Again, I'm no mental. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am a mental patient. Mental. <laughs> Man. So here's another thing. I am no medical professional. And again, I know very, I have very limited knowledge of medical stuff, but I'm just thinking out loud here as I heard what Pete just said about everyone being vaccinated and then the mutations, right? Now, correct me if I'm wrong, someone who's listening that is in the medical field, even though you're vaccinated, that just means you have the antibodies to fight off whatever it is that infects you. But can you still be contagious? So you got your flu shot, right? Meaning you have the antibodies to fight off the flu. But as you're fighting off the flu, because it's not like an immediate thing in my mind, at least it's not like, hey, there's a flu, kill it. Five minutes later, we good. Can you be contagious and still spread it to people who don't have these vaccinations? Well, typically when you get vaccinated, you have protection from those viruses. So it doesn't it you're not going to you're not going to spread any active illness towards I mean, to other people, because you have the antibodies, your immune system can take it and, and can kill it. So it's typically not contagious after that. But however, but during no vaccine is a hunt. Well, no, no vaccine is 100 percent perfect. You even so 95 percent for measles, I think. So you can still get infected. And I, I'm not speaking because I know this for a fact, but I do believe that you can still transmit um, as part of that 5 percent that's not protected. Right. Um, it's highly unlikely that. You know, you're going to spread a, a illness because you have a vaccine, because typically when you get that vaccine, you, you have the antibodies. It, it stops with you. It won't even have a chance to to to, to live and reproduce and be able to be. Contagious. Right. But my so with my theory, with my thinking out loud is the first 24 hours. OK, let, let's use the flu just because that's that's the most common thing. All right. I got my flu shot. Right. I go to Disney World and I get this flu virus on my hands, in my mouth, in my nose, I don't think the antibodies are going to stop it like within seconds. So if I get off of that ride and go get on another ride with someone sitting beside me that's not, that doesn't have the flu shot, that's what I'm saying is while my antibodies are killing this virus, we're talking minutes later, can I still spread this shit? I, I believe so because I don't think the antibodies are going to kill whatever shits on my hands and you know shit that i touched well another reason why you can't really spread it too this is kind of still back what i said the first time is they have to they have to be in your body for a while they have to you know grow shed and be violent enough to cause a disease in order to be contagious so most of the time your vaccine isn't going to have a full it's not going to have a full it's not going to have an active virus it's not going to have the full virus or the full germ so therefore, you're not going to spread it. Um, right. I, I don't know how long the turnaround for vaccines like the flu vaccine is to be effective. But ultimately, still, regardless, if you have the flu, it has to incubate in your body for a couple of days, typically before you start to really get sick and get contagious anyway. Gotcha. This is a question I often ask people. If you were to touch a pile of dog shit with your hands, right? Would you just take some toilet paper and wipe it off and say, yep, good to go? <laughs> some people do. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty motherfuckers. That's how I feel about toilet paper and wiping your ass. You need to wash your ass after you take a shit. And what made me think of <laughs> that? Okay. No, what made me think of that is the amount of fecal bacteria and fecal matter all in bathrooms and shit all over the place. And uh, okay, I think you're going down the rabbit hole here. Jan. Yes, yes, yes. Just ladies and gentlemen, if you pick up dog shit, please use soap and water. Much like oh, hey. 
Let me let me interrupt you. I have an answer for you. All right. Da -da -da. So if you want to cut all that other bullshit we said at first to make us sound like we got it right the first time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it I, I read that it takes about, from the CDC, I've read that it takes about two weeks after vaccination for the flu virus, for the flu vaccine to be effective. Damn. So it takes about two weeks. And I would assume that there's, for most il uh, illnesses, there's a similar turnaround. But also at the same time, most vaccines you get aren't designed to protect you in the short term. They're designed to protect you in the long term. Yeah. But... Flu vaccine takes about two weeks after vaccination. Man, I I literally have nothing against vaccination until science proves otherwise. And that, that's just basically that. That's what I'm going to sum up with. But a few of the other things that I'm going to say is I believe if you do not get your children vaccinated sans any type of autoimmune disease or any alert allergies or anything like that. I mean, it's already... I think it's it's fairly standard that your child's not allowed to go to school. But you can still get a philosophical waiver yeah, and yeah, all that crap. Yeah, in a lot of states. Um, I, As much as I hate to say this, and I might catch backlash for it, I'm sorry. I think your children should be taken from you because you obviously don't have the decision-making abilities to, to help cultivate that child. I'm, it sounds fucked up, and I, I never advocate for people taking people's children away. But I think this is one of those times because if something happens to your child and your child dies, that is 100% on you. And preventable. Yeah. And a part of that might even be on us as a society, maybe the 1%. 99% is your fault, but there might be a 1% on us as a society when we could have stepped in and said, hey, this motherfucker is not getting vaccinated. Take their kids. But what do y'all think about that? I mean, I think it's a harsh thing to say, but it might be necessary. It might be called for if we continue to see these outbreaks of preventable diseases in this country. And we don't want to end up like other countries that don't have these preventable measures that they can take. Yeah. P? Well, I, I've been seeing that um Europe... In Australia and places like that are having massive outbreaks of measles and, and mumps and they're getting tired of it. So um, actually around the world, a lot of places. And here's the thing. Europe is a lot more um, able to control what their citizens do and don't do by law. Something that Americans tend to think, oh, you're trampling on our freedoms. You know, at some point you got to understand when it's for the greater good. So I see a lot of countries around the world are doing crackdowns. So, um, you know, places like Italy, you know, they are, you know, I think they're fining people for every... Uh, for a non-compliance fee, which is about six hundred dollars, I think uh, Australia, um, I believe they're having a law now where you get fined up to twice a month until your children get the, the necessary vaccines. Uh, some countries, I think, uh, yeah, Australia and the same same country. I mean, they can fine you five thousand dollars. <laughs> they uh, you know, they, they aren't eligible for childcare benefits if they don't have their child vaccinated. So um, it's it's a lot of countries that are cracking down on this. America is still kind of late, as usual, right? Yeah. Um, well, but I'm, I think I'm, if once when we do get a massive epidemic, they're going to have to take steps because it's happening in Europe now and they're tired of it. Well, I think another idea might be to deny access to care for, you, I know, agree. you know, for that particular condition, maybe. I think but a, a, a lot of the people with the religious exemptions, they probably don't care because they don't go to doctors anyway. So I, I I don't know, man. You know, but see, those people benefit the re. But see, those people have always had that opportunity to decline 
because of like you said a minute ago, Dan, herd uh, vaccinations, you know. But now since all these random people with no religious issues at all are saying, oh, I don't want my kid to get that. Now that herd is getting, you know, reduced and the other children now aren't as protected as they would have been. Yeah. I guess what I'll what I'll do to just to wrap up the conversation is one of the things that Anne does talk about often is a lot of people doing stuff. And I just learned this term. I, I knew what uh, pro bono was, but I, I just learned in doing this podcast what pro se is. And there's a lot of people that do things pro se. <laughs> a whole lot. And it's like Anne's like. A lot of times they'll fuck some shit up really bad and then come to her and say, hey, this is what I did because, you know, I didn't really want to pay for a lawyer, a lawyer, you know, who is trained and specializes in whatever it is. So I figured I could do this myself because once again, the Internet, the Internet told me I can do it. And, you know, she sees a lot of people who really fuck themselves because they don't want to either pay, pay a professional who is trained to do that, or the the internet makes them think that they're smarter than they really are and just as smart, if not smarter, than the professionals who do this shit. Like, would you take a damn, um, I'm, I'm trying to think, a, a custody case or something like that, would you show up without a fucking attorney thinking you're going to do that yourself? Huh. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen it in person. <laughs> How'd that work out? It didn't work at all. Uh, I will think about this too, Dan, like, like Ann says that about pro se, right? And, and think about this. And, I, and that's a legal term. If people don't understand, that means I'm going to do it my damn self. I can do better than you. Yep. Think about this. Mechanics, carpenters, uh, you name it, barbers. <laughs> I'm going to go to the barbershop after I try to cut my own hair like RG3 <laughs> and tell the barber to fix it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call a contractor after I've already, you know, bust through my wall and broke my pipes and ruined my house and say can you fix this and then get mad when the damage is a lot more than you expected because now you got to fix other problems that you wouldn't have had in the yeah first that place. you caused now the one thing i i do have that can do it attitude towards most things but this is how i look at it and p you were there a lot of the times when we were growing up and i was learning how to work on cars people think because my father's a mechanic he taught me how to work on cars that that's that is a lie I taught myself how to work on cars and P was there when I, I've been electrocuted. I, I mean, I, I've done a lot of, a lot of funny shit, man. Trial and error, trial yeah. and error. But I always looked at it like this. Okay. It's broken now. I can try to fix it. I might be able to, if not, I'll learn some shit while fucking it up even more and eventually still have to pay for it. But that, that's just that. Now, if I need a new roof on my house, roofing's fairly simple. I'm not going to do that shit myself. Fuck that. I'm going to get a damn roofer who does that shit for a living to do it because some things you, you can't afford to either learn on a job or fuck up yourself and then say, hey, now I'll pay somebody to fix it after I fucked it up even more. So certain things, sure, go ahead. Take take a crack at it, but just be prepared to pay money to, to fix the shit. But other things, nah, it's like especially with medical shit too, man. You're not a fucking doctor. The internet is not your doctor. Don't do the shit, man. Just don't let. A lot of people, a lot of people are too arrogant to know and admit when they're overmatched. <laughs> That's like saying, hey, man, I got this chest pain. Doctor said I need open heart surgery, but fuck him. <laughs> I got a book and I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's what those people in Canada did. Yeah. 
Uh, he, he doesn't have bacterial meningitis. He has he has viral because I looked online. The symptoms, man. It's like when you go to the mechanic. It's like when you go to Advance or somewhere and you get the little. Remember those books they would make every year for model cars to do all the maintenance on it yourself? Yeah, the Haynes like manual. 1982. Bamas go to the doctor and ask, hey, man, I'm born 1982. You got the 1982 <laughs> uh, do-it-yourself medical guy? Man, and it's, it's, it's funny, too, because, and I know someone that does this, right? And she she may be listening, too, but oh, well. She she self-diagnoses, self-diagnoses. She self diagnoses, <laughs> diagnose. Damn, that's just so weird. Self, that's his self diagnosis. <laughs> so, <laughs> now nah, you had it right. Self diagnosis. Yeah, she um she has what she does is she self diagnoses. She gets on the internet. She gets on Google. She goes to all these forums. She watches tons of YouTube videos, and she will self diagnose. Then go to the doctor and say, "Doctor, this is what's wrong with me." The doctor will say, "Okay, well, we'll need to run some tests." No, this is what's wrong with me. Doctors will run the test and the test will come back negative for whatever it is she's saying. She'll go find another doctor and doctor, this is what's wrong with me. Uh, well, we'll have to run some tests. I already had those tests ran and, uh, you know, they're saying that's not it, but I know it is. Uh, well, OK, we'll run some tests. They'll run some tests. And again, nope, uh, it's not what you think it is. And then she'll bitch about doctors not listening to her. Doctors are not listening to me. They don't listen to me. I know what's wrong. No, you 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 really don't. And I think maybe once or twice she might have got it right, but it was one of those things that weren't easily diagnosable. It's like the, when they say talk to your doctor, they're not going. They're not saying go in there and tell your doctor this was wrong with me. Give me this. I don't need you. I don't need you. Just write the script. Yeah. No, they mean ask questions or tell them your symptoms. They'll listen. You can tell them, hey, I think I may have this. I don't know based off my symptoms. What do you think? The doc that way, the doc it may help them know, you know, what to focus yeah. on. Well, cut. It may give him an idea, but don't just go in there and say, this is what's wrong with me. Screw you and your medical license. I, I kind of um, disagree with, with y'all because all these commercials that come out with all these new pills and new, you know, whatever, they say, go to your doctor and ask for this pill. <laughs> the pill that starts with an F or, <laughs> you know, they tell them to, to go to your doctor and specifically ask for this drug. No, they don't. They don't say ask for it. They say talk to your doctor about X, Y, and Z. No, I, I got to say, Beck, Becky's right. And that, that's something that's always rubbed me the wrong way, too, though. I've seen commercials that say, uh, you know, ask your doctor about this. If, if, typically, that's for like uh, if you've been on, I don't know, a medicine and then they have a new medicine for that same issue. Right. And they'll say, if you if if your medicine is you feel like you can, you know, benefit from this, talk, ask your doctor about Farsiga mm-hmm. or something like that. And I'm like, you know, you probably shouldn't say ask your doctor like you go in there and dictate. Doc, give me this shit. right." Man, here. <laughs> I tried that one time, man. I went in and I was bored. And when I'm bored, I like to take Percocets. So I said, hey, doctor, <laughs> give me some Percocets because I'm bored. He was like, hey, Percocets doesn't kill care boredism. Get the fuck out of my office. <laughs> And I'm keeping your copay, you asshole. <laughs> yep, that that'll do it. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we're gonna wrap this episode up. Just, just again, we wanted to discuss um, the how so many people are so stupid, and I, I don't feel right calling people stupid, but they're fucking stupid. Shit, I do. People stupid <laughs> as shit, man, uh, and they want to be stupid. Yeah, yeah. They and it, you can't even claim ignorance, man. At least with ignorance, you just don't know. They fucking know. Hey, 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 hold on, hold on now. We don't call people ignorant now. These days, they call themselves woke. Oh. oh. Yeah. 
<laughs> man, <laughs> I'm so, like, why didn't you get your kids vaccinated? I'm too woke to know about that shit. What? <laughs> Fuck you talking about? <laughs> man. So that wraps it up. We don't have an ask an attorney because we don't have a fucking attorney. Although we did have kind of a cool ask an attorney, which is uh, we can answer this, I guess, from from our points of view is parents who tell their children to hit. Wait, hold on. Let me back up. We can probably speak from personal experience or from our points of view. Um, There was a pretty cool question, which is I have a problem with other parents telling their kids it's OK to hit somebody if they get hit first, basically, if someone hits you, hit them back. I have a problem with that. The person who gets hit should go find an authority figure and explain that they've just been assaulted. Is it illegal to teach your children to assault other children? Man, I fucked that up real bad. Let me let me redo that because I'm not reading it. OK, here we go. I have a problem with parents who tell their children if somebody hit you, hit them back. I believe that Children who get hit should go find a teacher, an adult, and tell on the kid who hit them. Should it be illegal if a child might softly hit a child and then another child beats the shit out of them, causing them all kinds of medical <laughs> conditions? So what, what do y'all think? Uh, I'm going to say no. I don't think it should be illegal. There's. I think what they, what, what they were trying to ask is should the kid that beat the shit out of the other kid who was defending themselves, should they be held responsible for the other child's injuries? I'm on the fence about this one. (laughs) (laughs) First off, the first kid shouldn't have been hitting the other kid. So he should have learned his lesson. Um, But on the other hand, you got to know when to stop. Don't beat the kid to a bloody pulp. So, you know, or, you know, whatever. You defend yourself. Fuck that. I... (laughs) I ain't done defending myself to that motherfucker's <laughs> unconscious and bleeding. Uh, P, what's your take? We're raising a generation of victims. And the thing that pisses me off, I always hear this crap about bullying, bullying, bullying. My philosophy is it takes two to bully. One to bully and one to take it, right? Defend yourself. I taught my kids, somebody hit you or somebody looks like they're even about to hit you, hit them. And don't stop until they either not a threat anymore or somebody breaks it up. This whole idea of go and tell an adult. How many times do we hear stories about these kids killing themselves because they were bullied and we find out that they didn't try to tell the teacher, mm-hmm. tell the principal, you know, tell the cops, get help. Yep. And they just said they just ignored them. These these adults not helping. Nah. So it's like you can't put it this way. When you start training your children to wait for strangers and other people to care enough about you that they need to come defend you, then you're setting your child up for a life of misery and pain. Yep. Man, I agree 100 percent. I'm I'm a big I'm a firm believer in defending yourself at any and all cost. And I'm also a firm believer in meeting force with twice as much force. So if somebody shoves you, punch them in the jaw. You know what I'm saying? It's like that that's how we were raised. And it's also it's a good life skill, man, because if you grow up like that, this is my opinion. If you grow up like that, telling snitching, somebody hit me, somebody hit me. Somebody hit me. You're going to be pushed around your whole fucking life. And that shit doesn't. St- it's the opposite of being a servant. Right. It doesn't stop in adulthood. Now, that that's something that Paul and I talk a lot about on A Few Screws Loose, um, our mental health podcast, is is just that. Is I forgot what the fuck I was saying. Defending yourself how in adulthood, it don't stop it. If you don't defend yourself, it only gets worse. Yeah. <laughs> 
not necessarily adults are going to punch you in your face at work, but they're going to bully you in oh, way worse ways if you don't know how to defend yourself. All right. So that's something that Paul and I talk a lot about on A Few Screws Loose, our mental health podcast. And that is we have to show a lot of restraint because of who we are, what we know and how we came up. And like I said, I always bring this up. I don't always bring it up, but I bring it up a lot that Paul and I are trained boxers, right? Yeah, we'll probably get our asses kicked in a street fight fighting somebody that's 450 pounds who knows some weird shit. But in a boxing ring, we'll probably beat your ass. But anyway, we we have to show a great deal of restraint because of what we know. We can seriously hurt somebody knowing how to punch, right? And that's not, again, that's not to say, you know, we the toughest motherfuckers in the world. We both practice avoidance a lot. And the problem with doing so is sometimes people take that as you being a a pussy or a bitch or whatever you want to call it. And then they want to push your buttons even more and try you more. And it's like, nah, nigga, I'm not, I'm not backing away from you because I'm scared of you. I don't want to hurt you. I really don't. No matter what you're doing, I don't want to hurt you until you put your hands on me. Takes a great deal of restraint, man. It's very hard. That old saying that we heard growing up that I used to think was bullshit, they would say, it takes a bigger man and more strength to not fight than it does to fight. I thought, I was like, man, that's stupid. Only punks don't fight. Now as an adult, I'm like, man, they right. It is hard as hell to not knock somebody's teeth off. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we'd like to thank you for listening another week. And hopefully next week we'll have our attorney back and we can actually be black law and legalize. But in the meantime, I think this was... A good discussion to at least shed some light on people who don't vaccinate their children. Uh, why we should. I mean, that like you should really listen to us for any life advice. But why we should think why we think you should vaccinate your children. It's a public safety thing. Um, so anyway, I'm Dan. You can find me on Twitter and IG at I am Dan on drugs. You can also follow the show across the board at Black Law Podcast. This has been another episode with Afro Becky, and I am signing off. And don't follow me. And P, where can the people follow you? Watch this. I'm going to get it right the first time. And I am P from Charlotte. You can find me on... Damn, I couldn't get it. (laughs) And I had it, and and there was nothing wrong with it. All right. And I'm P from Charlotte. You can catch me on Screws Loose Podcast, and you can find me at... (laughs) Ah, fucked up again. All right, watch this. And I'm P from Charlotte. You can find me on A Few Screws Loose podcast. And also you can find me at Screws Loose Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And (laughs) there you have it, people. Until next time, peace. (laughs)